Hey, welcome back to another rep. My name is Steve Hagen. I am the creator of the show, the owner, and the producer of the show. And um, I just love it. I love meeting new people and talking to new people and how they're repping life. And I'm actually over in Italy right now. I'm coaching a football team here in Italy, which is another, that'll be a whole different podcast. And that's fun. That's super fun. But um, the reason for today is because uh, I got called from a um, another podcast out in Washington. And the guy that's running that podcast, Peter, he uh, wanted to ask me a bunch of questions about my man Samus Reyes because Samus just signed with the Washington Redskins or the Washington team. I know I'm not allowed to, whatever, whatever. I'm always going to know him as the Redskins because I was a huge Cowboy fan growing up. I was a ball boy for the Cowboys and man, that game would make me sweat and cry and cheer and all sorts of things. But anyways, I'll be rooting for the Redskins now because Samus is on the team or he's got a chance to make this team. And so we're we're praying and hoping, and I know he'll do everything it takes to win and leave no doubt. So, hey, stay tuned to this podcast. It's really fun, and um, let's go get another rep. My first question would be just what were some of your first impressions of Samus, both you know physically and then personality-wise? When did you first meet him, and what did you think of him? Well, the first time I ever met him was when I got to I- IMG, and uh, I was like, dang, who's this beast? You know, because he looks like the rock. <laughs> just jacked up, you know. And uh his biceps are just a little bigger than mine. <laughs> Yours and mine but, uh, together can maybe match him. Maybe, maybe. But um, you know, so I would kind of play with him and just say, Finally, the rock has come back to IMG, you know, <laughs> and just stuff like that. But um uh, you know, he he's an impressive looking dude and um, you know, he played basketball, so he had no football knowledge, really. And so we were just uh, cramming and jamming for uh, the football stuff. So I, I would write the plays down that uh, we did in the NFL for the most part and um, just get them, all of them that played offense, to process the, the way a football call sounds, which – you know, it doesn't really matter how good you are physically if you're slowed mentally. And I didn't want him to be slowed mentally because he's, he's a specimen. And um, when he puts this whole thing together, it's going to be really fun. Before we get more into him, could you just kind of give me an idea of the setup at IMG? I know there's 10 or 11 players. Were you just working with Samus directly? How many coaches overall? Just walk me through what that whole thing looked okay, like. Okay, there were 11 players. They're from all over the world, right? And the common denominator is they love football which is one, and they all speak English really well for the most part. Um, And most of them speak three languages. So um, I had two tight ends. I had another tight end who's very good too. His name is Bernard Sykovitz, and he goes by Psycho. He's not Psycho. (laughs) Uh, I think Psycho in uh, Austria means something different than it does here in America. (laughs) But anyways... Um, so I personally coached those two guys every day. Um, but we also have a, at IMG, which is, you know, it's a sports academy. So we, we had a um, personal sports trainer, Stefan, who did their speed training and weight training. And then um, we had, uh, let's see, one, two, three. 
I think there were four other coaches that had coached in the NFL, like me, that coached the other positions, like the running backs and uh, the two O linemen, there were four D linemen and two linebackers there. So you, you really don't know what you're going to get when you get there. Um, you know, they, they called me to say, Hey, we had two tight ends. We need to develop these guys and get them, uh, you know, ready for the NFL. And I'm like, okay, let's go. You know? So that was fun to do. What was a typical day like for Samus? I mean, you mentioned, you mentioned the cramming and jamming and then of course route running. He said he was the only guy who wore pads every day just because he had to get used to wearing pads. So what was a day true. like at IMG for Samus? And, That's and true. Himself? Cause he's, he's one of the guys that I don't think he, I think he may have been the only guy there that never really played football, never had a helmet on. So um, a day for Samus, you'd have to ask him exactly, but I would see him at 7 a.m. And he'd get up before that. He was studying his plays. And I would give him, I wrote a script of plays out every day. And um, some of the days we'd use that same script, but I try to change, I'd change up the, um, the, the, uh, spacing of it so if play one was that day it'd be play nine the next day maybe so they couldn't memorize the script like rote memory but and i would just have a new set of plays in there all the time so they're constantly learning so samus would take those he like coach can i have those scripts and he would just he would just grind them and just boom 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 boom, boom and memorize them and then he'd text me but his day started early i think he started about 5 30 in the morning and then he would, uh, you know, come over and we'd eat breakfast. And then they all would go to a team meeting. I believe it was at eight. And then they would go stretch, lift, run. And then uh, that usually ended around 1130. And we'd be meet up for lunch. And we'd have lunch. And then they got a little break, a downtime. Then, then we would have a football position meeting. And we did that in their house at, um, or a condo. At IMG, we all stayed in these condos. They have a, IMG owns these condos on on campus, and so um, the two tight ends stayed in one condo. I one, and then I would come and um, meet up with them, and I would just show them NFL tape, like from tight ends and and games and special teams tape, and because I would tell those guys, you don't know special teams, you have you have like that good of a chance to get mm -hmm. on. So we did that. Um, so we would meet and then we'd break, we'd meet for about an hour, I think, or an hour and 15 minutes, something like that. And then we would break and we'd all go to the field and we'd be on the field for two and a half hours, just two guys, two and a half hours doing individual drills and just going, 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 going. There's no break for those guys. They, they uh, develop this work ethic and this this mindset that we're going to outrun everybody and we're going to outwork everybody that, that we even compete with. So when they went up to Florida pro day, they were like, we're going to outrun all these guys and we're going to outwork all these guys. And we're going to show up and show off. And that's what they did. So that was fun. And then after, fun. after that practice, we'd go straight from there to dinner. And then, uh, then they'd come back and watch the practice tape and Samus would, Sometimes I'd watch it with them, he and, and Bernard. And then um, sometimes I'd say, hey, you guys just watch it and write down your questions. And then they text me sometimes at 11 o'clock at night or, or um, 
So they were going, 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 going. Wednesday was an off day, and then Saturday, Sunday was an off day. But any, even in those off days, they were in the pool. They were stretching. They were working. It, to me, it was like a training camp, an NFL training camp. And it was just a grind, and it was go. And they were just so dialed in and just wanted to win. It was great. Yeah, that, that sounds a lot like my schedule, uh, pretty much the exact same, wake up at 5.30, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what were and working like, out, I can see. I can see you've been yeah, working out. Yeah, it, it's for the people <laughs> listening to this, we're on Zoom. Steve is just enamored with my physical gifts. Here. <laughs> when it comes to like some of the questions he was asking, I mean, for a guy who's never played football, to be going through that and watching all that film, I imagine he had a million questions. What were some of them like? And I'm assuming some of them were pretty basic, but – I, that's oh. just what he had to do, right? Like, were you? Yeah, I mean, like, some kind of, of them were, were like, on the inside, me on the inside, and Sam, if you're listening to this, um, <laughs> just laugh because on the inside, I would be like, seriously, <laughs> and on the outside, I'd be answering the question, you know, because yeah. he'd be, like, Coach, can I ask you a question? I'd be like, Yeah, he's like, Tell me again what cover two, you know, and shoot, kids, kids in America know what cover two is when they're like eight years old, so. <laughs> just things like that. And, um, you know, just, I mean, just basic questions. Like I taught him the cadence, uh, how a cadence sounds like blue 88, blue 88. Said hot. And why, why do we do that? Why do we have a color and a number and a color and a number? And I'd be like, cause it gives us an opportunity to audible. What's an audible, you know, one thing, it's like a trail, you know, it's one thing leads to another, but that's football. That's the dynamic of football. There's so much to learn. And so much to uh, for him to catch up on. So um, that's why I I know that right. Knowing eyes and knowing ears see and hear more. And so I know all that stuff. He didn't know that. And I'm like, we got to get this into your soul before you get this opportunity. And um, and he just couldn't get enough. I mean, I was shoveling it as fast as I could, and he was <laughs> catching it as fast as he could. And uh, it was fun. Really fun. Um, so clearly it's going to be a huge adjustment for him in many ways. Is there one obstacle that you think is kind of key for him to have to get over? He talked a lot about the mental side. I mean, the physical side, he looks like he can handle it, but what's, what do you think will be the key thing for him to figure out in order to make this uh, dream sort of a reality? Well, we've talked many times like daily about this. It's, you know, football is a unique sport, right? And, and played at the highest level it's a really unique sport. Like I told him, there's only going to be 96 tight ends on NFL rosters this year. So you got to be one of those 96. When you get hit in the face or hit in the side of your ear or, you know, you're tackled and, and the ball comes out and your coach is yelling at you, come protect the ball. You've got to ignore the noise and dial yourself back in and refocus for the next play. And He's, he hasn't been in that contact. He's played basketball where if a guy touches you like this, it's a foul. If he doesn't <laughs> five times, then he goes and sits down or seven times, whatever the rule is, he goes and sits down. That doesn't happen in football. A guy touches you like this and you're going to run through, break a tackle and score a touchdown and spike it in his face, you know. So he's got to get used to the physicality of getting tackled, boom, rolling on the ground, getting up. That's why I said when I first got to that camp, I was like, if we don't put a set of shoulder pads and a helmet on this guy, he'll have no chance when he gets to a camp. He's got to feel how cumbersome that is and get that comfort level. Cause whoever gets the most comfortable, the quickest wins. Right. 
in anything you do in your business, my business, his business of playing football. So he's going to, he's going to got it. He's got to get comfortable getting his neck snapped back, uh, you know, getting between a ferocious defensive end and the quarterback and making sure that this ferocious defensive end doesn't hit our high priced quarterback. There's a lot, there's a lot that he's got to do and he will, he'll, he'll do it. It's, um, it's going to be fun for him, but the physicality of just getting tackled and hit and, you know, getting hit in the mouth and coming back. And, you know, sometimes you get your finger busted up and it's like, Hey man, you got nine more, let's go. And, you know, that happened to him too. So I said, Hey, if you got nine more, let's go. <laughs> He's like, I can go. I can go. I said, we don't need you to go right this second. But, you know. um, I should have set this up at the beginning of the interview. Steve Hagan is now coaching in Italy, but he's coached all over the place. Coached the Jets with the Browns, college, everywhere. Um, so I think this makes you the perfect guy to ask these two questions. Um, I'll start with this one. You hear about guys, you know, never playing football, having played basketball. And it seems like they funnel to tight end specifically. And you hear about lacrosse players, uh, Chris Hogan playing receiver, but it seems like the converted guys all the time end up at tight end. What about that position is not easy because clearly this isn't easy, but why do they go there and why do they have the success at that spot as opposed to D-end or linebacker? And why is Samus going to succeed there if he does? Well, they got great eye-hand coordination because of basketball, but they got the dimensions. They got that, you know, they already got the measurables. They're 6'5", they're 200 and you know, usually coming out of basketball, they're a little leaner. They're about 235 or so, but we can put 20 pounds on them and they can run. But they got that, they got great eye-hand coordination, being able to, to uh, catch a ball, right? That's, that's huge. Not all DNs can catch a ball. A lot of them can, but not all of them can. And um, they got good spatial awareness. They know how to get open on a basketball court, so they know how to get open on a field. They see things um, that others don't see. And, uh, you know, like I said, they're 6'5" let's go. They're already, it's, you can't, when a guy comes to camp, training camp, you can't make them taller. You can't make them longer armed. You can't make them any faster, really. They are who they are. And so when you get these basketball athletes like Jimmy Graham and, you know, um, just all those kind of guys, they're, they're just, they're built for it. And, you know, they're not going to make it in the NFL or in the NBA, they can make it in the NFL at that position, but in the NBA, you got to, if you're six, five, shoot, you got to be able to shoot threes. And, um, you know, it's, that's a different, that's a whole different animal right there. So these guys, these guys can do some things. And Samus has got those ball skills, shoot his hands. I have big hands and his hands are bigger than mine. And my hands are 10 and a quarter and his are like this on mine. He just like swallows my hand up. And I'm like, dude, you should never drop a ball in public. You know? So um i'm sure uh do you know pete hanner at all the washington tight ends coach now we've met i we've never coached together but we've met i I think he'll do a great job with samus yeah yeah he had he had really good success with logan thomas last year so that's why a lot of people think washington's going to be a fit for samus and now the second question using your extensive background and i don't know there isn't always an answer to this but does he remind you of a player whether you one you've coached in the past at at a stop or a guy you've coached against and you know, if not, you don't need to force it, but I'm just wondering if there's a guy that yeah, no, at least has you know a trait he, like Sam is. He's, um, all the guys I've coached have been very uh, smart. In the NFL, at tight end, you've got to be smart because you got to know every position. You've got to know, you got to 
you got to catch and run like a receiver and you got to block like a beast. That's, that's what you do. And um, he is built like Ben Watson, although he's taller than Ben, but he's jacked up, muscled up like Ben. Now uh, Ben's faster. Ben ran like four or five coming out of college. And I think um, Samus ran, I don't know what he ran at the pro day, but he ran well, he ran well. But Samus is heavier than Ben, but um, you know, it's too early for me to compare them to, yeah. you know, that's like saying, who are we going to compare to Tom Brady or somebody like that? No one. Sure. So, um, you know, as he gets going and he gets, uh, it's like this, you really never know who you have at all. Like we're going to play a game here in Italy. And they're like, coach, what do you think about your team? Who do you think is good? Da, 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 da. I'm like, I don't know. We haven't competed yet. You never really know who you have until you compete. When Samus came out and competed in the drills that we ran, which are all primarily non-contact, he did really well. Now, we did do some blocking um, drills against the linebackers, but, you know, we don't really have pads on or anything. That's more like fit and finish and get your hands in in the right spots and all that. So when uh, there's 22 guys on the field and we got to actually move the ball and get first downs and touchdowns, that's who you find out who you really have. So it'll be fun to see him shine. I got, I think, two more for you. I know you're a busy man. Um, I guess, what was your reaction to his signing when you heard about it? I mean, he said he no! sat on the ground. And- <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I was so excited, man. It, it just, it shows you how all the hard work comes to fruition. And, you know, because those guys, I saw the other side of it. They're like, coach, they would ask me in the morning, what do you think, coach? You know, we'd be eating breakfast and be like, what's it like? Um what do you, do I have a chance? What do you think? Or what are they going to ask me when I go there? What, um, what are they looking for when we go to pro day? Um, you know, 9 million questions and, uh, you know, I can't answer 9 million questions. So I was just like, you know what, you guys, you got, you got great skill level. You got a great level of confidence and you just got to let it rip when you get a chance. You just got to let it go. But I was so I was so excited. He called me in the car on the way out of the facility. And I was like, let's go, man. Let's go. So that's so cool. Yeah, that was that was a very good reenactment. I appreciate you giving that to us here. On the, uh, podcast. <laughs> I don't even know if this is going to be on the on video, whatever, but well, the people can figure it out. Be- yeah, it'll be audio. And I think they can fill in how you reacted. Uh, with the <laughs> everything else. Um, so I guess now it, it feels like already he, he's succeeded in a way by getting to an NFL roster and now having this chance. Um, I know I kind of asked you already what will be the biggest adjustment for him, but how do you think Samus Reyes goes from a really intriguing story in April to a guy who makes a contribution in September? What do you think and how confident are you that he can be that guy? I know it's a long shot. Um, I know there's all these things, but you know this guy better than most. Yeah, I'm confident that he will he will eventually become a contributor. Now that'll just depend on who else they have on the team and how he gets developed and where, where things go. But um, he has the capacity, definitely has the capacity physically and mentally. It's just a matter of um, where it happens. Like I told him, I said, Hey dude, you didn't just come this far to come this far. This is that journey ended. IMG, all that NFL IPP, that journey's over. This is a new journey. That chapter in that book, you turned that page. We're not doing that anymore. This is a whole new thing. And you're at ground zero. So, you know, 
And I told him, Hey, if you have any questions, you just holler at me and I'm still here. Don't, you know, don't worry about um, anything. You just reach out to me. And if you don't understand what this is and it's just not coming to you, because sometimes they, they don't want to go ask their coach because they don't want to sound like an idiot or, you know, like they're behind. So I said, dude, Hey, I'm still here. I'm still with you because I want you to make the team, you know? So I, I'm, I'll be, shoot, besides his own personal family, I'll be his hugest fan. Hugest, is that a word? Largest, biggest, yeah. <laughs> greatest? I make up words all the time. It's fine. It's, yeah, it's all of the above. I'm, I'll be all of the above, man. I'll, I I grew up as a uh, ball boy for the Dallas Cowboys, and I hated, uh, I can't say the Redskins, but the Washington team now. Yep, yeah, yeah. Now, now I'm cheering for him. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, he's converted you. Uh, I appreciate the time you're showing up now on the Washington Football Talk podcast. You got a player in the Washington Football Talk roster or Washington Football Team roster to care about. Steve Hagan, thank you very much for the time. It's been a pleasure. And uh, we'll let you know if Samus catches the first touchdown or something, we'll have to bring you back on. I'll call you and I'll tell you. <laughs> hey, you got my email. Send them away, man. Anytime you got notes That's or anything, right. you know who to talk to. Hey, Peter, thanks for having me on. That was fun interview and Samus you know I love you you've been working hard busting your ass to get yourself in position like this you and I've talked that IPP IMG thing set you up got you in this position but that's last you know that's the last chapter the next chapter is ahead of you and I know you are going to kill it so you got a lot of people cheering for you me being one being probably your biggest fan outside of your family and um, we just can't wait to see what you're going to do with this opportunity Hey, if you like another rep, subscribe to it, hit like, do whatever you got to do. You can DM me, you can call me, but um, I just want you to keep repping. I'm going to keep repping. And so with all that being said, you go get another rep and I am out.